Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 31. This is Brandon Shin broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today we're going to talk about history in Japan. Basically, how history is seen and spoken about. One thing I like to dive into is uh, are events that people uh, like to brush to the side because they're not very comfortable to speak about. In particular, the Nanking Massacre and Comfort Women in Japan during World War II. So I've already written a novel about Nan the Nanking Massacre, and I entitled it The Nanking Revolution. So basically flipping the story on its head, and instead of the Japanese military running into China, uh, into the then capital at the time, Nanking, and raping and pillaging uh, to a point where the Nazis were even surprised at how uh, debased humans can become. Uh, instead of that, the Chinese civilians in Nanking stand up and basically revolt against the Japanese military. So it's a story of empowerment. Um, and then comfort women, where Japanese women or Japanese military went around Asia during the war and enslaved uh, basically civilians, basically tricked many civilians into um, believing that they were going to be getting stable jobs and forcing them into prostitution. Uh, so these two events particular or events or more happenings are not very not really spoken about in Japan whereas abroad many people know about this and speak about it but uh, in Japan it forces a lot of uh, or causes a lot of tension between China and Japan and then Korea and Japan uh, when I speak to this when I speak about this with Japanese people they say that they've already apologized and they've paid reparations for uh, at least comfort women and when I speak to Koreans and Chinese people or people from Taiwan about this, uh, it's still not resolved amongst the governments of both countries. But the people in general uh, can get along and that's that goes with anything, right? It's usually politics that tears people apart, whereas if you relate to each other on a human level, nobody really cares. Uh, but uh, as with politics, it kind of they hold hands with the media. So most people are informed in Japan as um, well. First of all, it's not spoken about in school, the Nanking Massacre or Comfort Woman. And if it is at all, it's it's like a brief passage that it happened. Uh, and also Unit Seven Thirty One, where. Uh, people were experimented on, human experimentation by the Japanese military uh, is not spoken about at all. And so most people don't know, but it's becoming more, it's becoming more mainstream, if you will. And people are speaking about it more now. Um, 
while the number of people that were murdered is usually focused on with the Nanking Massacre, I think that uh, kind of shadows the important discussion of um, government supported or enacted uh, murder of civil like thousands of civilians uh, and pretty gruesome murders as well if you read some of the books out there on it I won't recommend any I mean you can type in Nanking Massacre check out the reviews Amazon or any other bookstores and see what is available but uh, for comfort women I think it's very difficult to find reliable sources I did go to Taiwan and there's a museum there actually that is has recently been in the last few years I think has recently been uh, established specifically for victims of uh, ma sexual slavery or comfort women during the war and they have a lot of first-hand accounts uh, they actually sell a documentary from survivors uh, from the war and in the museum you can see a lot of artifacts and stuff that describe how many women were are tricked into believing that they were going to become nurses during the war to work at these stations but quickly learned that they were becoming prostitutes servicing like 50 men a day and you know a lot of STDs and just a lot of trauma during these times and uh, I think it's a topic worth discussing which is why I wrote The Nanking Revolution for The Nanking Massacre and my next book is about comfort women and this book too will be about empowerment while not uh, diluting the trauma that the women underwent during the war. Um, yeah, I mean, these type of topics, I think the best thing we can do without getting too political is just to speak about it and acknowledge uh, that they happened because it's acknowledged internationally. And... Uh, it's like it's like how climate change is spoken about, whereas like majority of the world, scientifically, and most countries politically are acknowledging that it is real and that we should do something about it soon. Uh, politically in the U.S., it's still debated because it's not good for business, and so it's like it's like one or two or few countries. Where same thing in Japan the perpetrators or the people that were causing the violence are the only people saying that nah it wasn't that bad people are lying at its best and then at its worst people absolutely denying that it happened whereas the rest of the world is like hold up we have all this evidence here what's going on so uh these are the these are the things uh for history in japan i think uh it's very tailored and uh, perfected and of course done in a way so that a lot of face is saved you know so I think we should be a little bit more honest and uh, uh, speak with integrity about what happened and try to resolve those those issues and that's for like I said this Although we're speaking about Japan, this podcast is 
diving into universal principles that can be applied across all of humanity. And so, with history in other countries, especially the U.S., um, we should speak about what happened openly, uh, refer to when we can, um, uh, straight from the source sources, <laughs> original sources, and uh, obviously don't allow these discussions to turn into uh, fighting matches. The point is to avoid doing the same thing that happened in the past. So I think these discussions are worth being had and history in Japan is just one example of that. As you can see, there's still tension between Koreans and Chinese and Japanese now, and a large part of that is because the history hasn't been resolved. Uh, the governments are still uh, bickering over what should be done to respect those that were traumatized and to move on. And so I think the first step that us civilians can do is just start talking about it freely and openly. So... Uh, if you want more of Japan, Everyday Japan, um, just go to brandonchin.net backslash raw. Type in your email address and I'll send you daily stories about how you can know more about Japan, including my novels as well as uh, tour experience here in Itoshima, Fukuoka. So just type in your email and I'll send you the details. See you on the next episode.